Greetings. Welcome to In Conversation with Trevor, brought to you by Heart and Soul Broadcasting Services. I go beyond the headlines and beyond the sensational. Today, I'm in conversation with biochemistry professor, Professor Christopher James Chetanga. Enjoy this informative and inspirational conversation. Professor Christopher James Chetanga, welcome to In Conversation with Trevor. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. What, what a pleasure, Prof. Um, for me, this is a blessing having you here. And for me, this is also an opportunity to, to celebrate uh, the person that you've been to us as a country, uh, to your profession, to the profession of biochemistry. I must, as we start, say, you, when I came to the university in 1982, you must not have, you might might not have been aware of this, but uh, I looked looked up to you, people like you, people like Professor uh, Ngwabi Bebe, Professor Harry. You were an inspiration to us. So thank you so much for inspiring us, Prof. Thank you, thank you, sir. You you've celebrated your 87th birthday. Uh, actually, last month you celebrated 87. I, I must ask you this question. How do you manage to remain um, looking so energetic and uh, uh, dressing as smartly as you as you are? What's the secret to staying up to 87? It is really, uh, I have good friends, I have a good wife, and she feeds me well at home uh, all the time. And I look at myself and really, I'm looking at society, things happening in society, this and that, and I keep that uh, as something that is really for me to be a part of. Mm. And so this is how this, mm. this has happened. And and I'm I'm told you don't drink, Professor. You've you've never um, uh, tested alcohol at all. No, not uh, not not tested at all. Yeah. But I don't drink. You don't drink? No. Wow. Awesome. What, what a blessing. Prof, you, you've done amazing things. And you, people might not know at home there, that you discovered two enzymes um, which are involved in the repair of uh, DNA uh, damage. The first enzyme you discovered was in 1979. I can't pronounce the name. It's a long name. Uh, formamidopramidine DNA glasoclass, which removed uh, damaged seven methylagonine from DNA. And then the other one was 1985, which is, which is called DNA cyclas. Talk to us about that discovery, the process of uh, that discovery, and the importance, the significance of that discovery. Yes. Um when I was at uh, University of Michigan, uh, I, was, uh, I, I was there for uh, about 11 years. Um, I w went into research uh, very, very seriously, very actively. To, and the question was, 
there are chemicals that cause cancer. If, if they get into a cell or they get into an animal, it, it causes cancer. And what, how does this happen? And this is the question I was asking. And then we found that these chemicals go into the DNA and cause a, a change in the structure of the base called guanine. Mm. And this, and it goes to this N7 position of guanine. And when once that happens, that DNA starts to break down and, and so on. And this causes damage in the cell. And, and the human being, the cancer starts settling in and so on. So I wanted to find out why, uh, how this happens, the process. So I found that this, uh, uh, when once this uh, seven methyl guanine gets onto the DNA, mm -hmm. the, the guanine itself has two rings on it. Mm -hmm. One ring has uh, four, six, that's six sides, the other one is five. Mm -hmm. And it is the one that has these five rings that is called imidazole. And uh, we can. Mm -hmm. Is this what we're talking about? Yeah. Right. This is uh, this is the DNA. Right. And this is this is called adenine. This base, and this base is called guanine. Mm -hmm. This is called thymine. Mm -hmm. These two have two, two, one ring each. These two have two rings each, and uh, these are called purines. Mm -hmm. These two, these are called pyrimidines. Now. What happens is when this uh, chemical gets to DNA, it binds to this N7 position here. Right. When it binds there, uh, then this uh, ring here opens up. Mm -hmm. This is this immediate ring opens up. Right. And from that opening up, this is how uh, this cancer system gets initiated and so on. So I looked for, uh, did research for about uh, two years mm. to find what enzyme is it that uh, gets this off. Mm. And it is, the enzyme is called, uh, uh, we call the formamidopyrimidine mm. DNA glycosylase. That enzyme cuts this off and it comes off and then repaired, brings a new base there. I see. So that repair. And then the next, the next one, the one you discovered in 1985, DNA cyclus. That, that one, um, using uh, uh, ionizing radiation, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you should have this, and then you express this this ion radiation. Uh, it will open this ring, and it opens these rings, these two small rings, right. middle rings. And but after it does that, we started start to find out why, what happens then? Mm -hmm. Does the cell just ignore it or what? And we found that there's an enzyme that called, which called a cyclist, mm -hmm. which comes to rejoin mm -hmm. that breakage and the repair takes place. Wow. This immediate has been uh, repaired that way. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now, now, when you made this discovery, 
um, I mean, the, the, the news wo- went world, world over that you had made this discovery. What, is, what have been the further developments after the discovery of this enzyme? Well, this has been covered a lot globally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been cited globally because it's an area of cancer-causing chemicals mm-hmm. that we had found some answers to. And so people, the biochemists uh, who are doing research in cancer, uh, were very much interested in this and followed this, this up. And I was invited in a number of scientific uh, conferences to go and present uh, papers on, on my, my findings. Mm. So it's been, uh, uh, in the, to the present day, this is cited by many of the scientists globally uh, how this uh, process was discovered and so mm. on. And, yes. and we celebrate you uh, for that and be grateful for, for that discovery. Uh, clearly, the entire humanity owes you uh, gratitude for for that discovery, Prof. Yes, and yes. tell me any any um, benefits to you as a person apart from the recognition as a, as an academic having made this discovery. Uh, this is more that okay that, that uh, people have said uh, Shetsanga has discovered two enzymes that are involved in uh, dealing with the repair and so on of cancer causing damages and so on. And that's cited a lot. In mm. Yes. So it's more of academic recognition yes. for you as, a, as, an, as an academic. Yes. Okay. You, you've continued, Prof, um, with um, uh, your research interests have really focused around, and I'm just going to go th- through these areas. Your research and writing interests have been around the RNA synthesis, uh, studying the role of uh, aflatoxins and hepatitis B virus in etiology um, and en- enzymology of DNA repair and a lot of cancer research. Yes. Tell, tell, talk to me about, apart from the discovery of enzymes, what have been the other significant uh, learnings that have come from, from, from your work? I mean, I was looking at your, at your uh, thick CV, you've done quite a lot of presentation and papers and so forth. For you, as you sit here uh, uh, at 87, what have, been, what have been the big things, apart from the discovery of the enzyme, that have, that have remained with you in your research and writings? Well, uh, I have trained a number of uh, students. Mm. You know, uh, I went to the U.S. in 1960. Mm-hmm and uh, did a bachelor's degree at Pepperdine University in Los Angeles. And then from there, I got a, a scholarship uh, from the Commonwealth and went to Canada, University of Toronto. Yes. Did my master's there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I did my PhD there. And so this is and this was studying the regulation of RNA synthesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I covered in that. After that PhD in 1969, then I, I applied to Harvard University to go and do postdoctoral research. And I got a fellowship there to do uh, this uh, uh, postdoctoral, it means 
the study that you do, the research that you did after you finished your doctoral degree, your PhD. So I spent three years at Harvard University and uh, I was doing that research and I was also assisting in lecturing to, to students uh, during those three years. Uh, so, um, it's, uh, and it was after that that mm -hmm. I went to the University of Michigan uh, in 1972. I was at the University of Michigan uh, from 1972 to 1983. And I have to tell you an interesting story. Sure, absolutely. Uh, the, when I was there, that's where I did this research, these enzymes and whatnot. And a number of students did master's and PhD degrees uh, in, in my lab. And uh, so it was... You were supervising Supervising them. them. Yes. Yes. Now, then, you know, Zimbabwe got independence in 1980. Uh -huh. And in 18, 1982, Professor Kamba, who was the vice-chancellor at UZ, uh, contacted me. Says, uh, Chris, come back home. <laughs> uh, we, we, we need you. Zimbabwe is a free country now, and uh, we, we, want, we want you back. To, to, we want to give you some work to do at home now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I then applied to the uh, president at the University of Michigan to say, uh, I want to resign. I want to go back to my country where I came from. Uh, the, the president was unhappy. Uh, for me to want to leave, mm. they wanted, they had seen all these contributions I had made, and uh, this was very good for the name of the university and so on. So he says, no, you know, many of, of other African lectures we have had here, they come, uh, they ask to leave, then they go back to Africa. In two years, they come back, they ask to come back. <laughs> they, they don't find it uh, uh, as, as, as rewarding to go back to, to, to study, to do research there. So I said, <laughs> then I, I said, well, I, I really would, would like to go uh, and test this. So we made the second meeting. He says, okay, I will say, you go back. I'll give you five years uh, leave from this university. And you go there, and after five years, if you find that systems are not good for you there, you come back. Your position will be still wow. available. Wow! So, <laughs> so when I came, then I came to, to to Zimbabwe, joined the University of Zimbabwe, and something quite quite. I I at the University of Michigan. I started there as assistant professor, mm, mm. and then uh, I was uh, in that, uh, and then I was promoted to associate professor. professor yeah, mm -hmm. uh, and then as I was pro promoted finally full to professor. Full, full mm. professor. Nineteen seventy nine, nineteen eighty three. Yes. Mm. Um, so then, when I came to Zimbabwe, uh, they. Uh, said you appoint me as 
a, a senior, senior lecturer, lecturer in biology in, bio, bi, in biochemistry. Mm. They, and I was quite upset. Uh, Why? The reason that the Professor Kamba told me said that in the rest of Zimbabwe, each department will give it only one professor. We don't give more than one professor in a, in a department. Mm. So, and uh, I said, can I see the, you know, this CV of the present <laughs> professor in, in, in biochemistry? Yeah. And we looked at it and I compared with mine. I had published much more than he had done. So I said, so you don't you look at my publications at all. You just look that there's already one professor in there. And so anyway, I, I, I was determined to come back home. So I accepted that. And after one year, they promoted me to professor. Professor. And uh, they said, we have to change the system. Uh, I said globally, there's no university that has one professor in a department. Who will make become a professor by what research you have done? Mm. That contribution is what puts you into that position. Mm. I said this man who is a this was a white man from UK who is now the professor there. He has not done it hardly. He done half the research that you that have done. So what this what does this mean? Mm. And I said globally, this is this is not done. Mm. But but you 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 wanted to come back so you wanted to come back home so much yeah. that you essentially accepted the demotion problem. Yes, yes, I did. But then uh, this, 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 I came in 1993, mm -hmm. and sorry, 1983, 1983, 1983. And then in 1985, mm. they make me they made me professor. Professor, yeah. And then they went into the regulations of the university and amended it mm. to say uh, we allow people, departments to have more than one professor depending on the research contributions these people have made. Mm. Now when you look back at um, the, the, when you look back at the time that you spent at the University of Zimbabwe, what, what are the things that stand out for you? You come in, you've done this amazing research, you eventually make people like Professor uh, Walter Kamba change the way that uh, the university was, was run. When you look back, what stands out for you? I mean, for, for me, the University of Zimbabwe was, was an institution that we're so proud of uh, because of people like you. Uh, you know, um, uh, academics who had achieved quite a lot worldwide coming back home. When you look back now, what goes through your mind? Well, um, the, you know, the, so they made me professor. Yeah. Right? And uh, in three years, I was made chairman of the department. Mm -hmm. And uh, after five years, they made me dean of the faculty of science. Mm -hmm. Uh, so this was uh, quite uh, positions, and then they made me uh, pro vice pro vice chancellor, and nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, mm. and then uh, Kamba asked me to be an acting vice chancellor. 
when he was taking off for a couple of years. And so I, I, I acted as uh, mm. acting vice chancellor. Mm. Mm. So, uh, uh, but in the University of Zimbabwe at that time, they had research money. Yes. And the, the, the government each year gave them a, a research fund and all the lecturers and so forth would apply for grants from that money. But today, it's not done anymore. There isn't research money. And, and the young the lecturers are complaining, and there's no research money mm. available. Mm. Yeah. So, Prof, in 1993, you were appointed Director General of uh, the Scientific Industrial Research and Development Center. When that appointment happened, a lot of us were excited because we thought, wow, this is going to be huge. Government is giving priority to science, to research. We're going to see more investment going into research. We're going to see Zimbabwe being on the cutting edge of uh, scientific research and that kind of stuff. Talk to me about your expectations, what transpired, the, and the status of the, of the institute at the moment. Yes, thank you. Yes, in 1993, uh, President Mugabe said, uh, we want to uh, remove you from UZ. We want you to start a new uh, institution in Zimbabwe called the Scientific and the Industrial Research and Development Center. And, uh, yeah, in, 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 in Headcliff, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's on the road to Goromonzi there. Uh, we want you to start that. We want our country to go into research to help our, uh, industries, uh, to do research, to come with products that can uh, become products that are produced by industries and they can be exported and improve the economy of Zimbabwe. So I, I said, no, I'm very happy to, to do that. I'll, I'll do so. You know, when I started something quite interesting, um, then you said Professor Kamba had come off from being Vice-Chancellor. And uh, President Mugabe sent uh, Minister Chombo to come and talk to me. Said, we, we want uh, Professor Chitsanga to take over from, uh, take, take over his head as, as Vice-Chancellor. And uh, so I said to Chombo, the president just uh, <coughs> assigned me to be to start this new one, and it's something that I think is, is more important for me to, to engage in than to uh, to head the university. The, the heading the university is also in a good assignment, but I, I prefer this one because I think it will make contribution 
to industrialization in our country and so on. So, uh, so he went and told President Mugabe that first time Mugabe said, no, go and talk to him again. <laughs> uh, we want him to, uh, to, to be the uh, vice chancellor of New Zealand. Shombo came again and I, I said, please uh, tell him I'm not <laughs> despising him and whatnot. It's just, I feel this is an, an area of research that uh, I have more talent and experience for. I can, I can make a contribution. So, right, then this, it ended there. And so I started to set, to set up the <coughs> SRDC mm. uh, as a, a center for, with eight institutes. Those were the Biotechnology Research Institute, mm -hmm. the Building Technology Research Institute, the Energy Technology Research Institute, Environment and Remote Sensing Institute, Food and Biomedical Research Institute, mm. the Informatics and Electronics Institute, the Production Engineering Institute, and the National Metrology Institute. Those mm. eight, uh, each one, I appointed the director, and usually it was somebody with a master's or PhD, and under him, in, in his institute, you would have either 10, up to 20 uh, scientists working uh, on assignments that we are, we are agreed on. And uh, this we did this for all these uh, uh, institutes. Uh, and it did quite well. And, mm -hmm. uh, we, to start opening up, we got money to build, start building and so on. And when we opened up, we we asked the asked the team from uh, Malaysia mm -hmm. they, because they have a number of these institutes yeah. in Malaysia. <clears throat> I wanted to come and help us help uh, us to launch this so that uh, uh, we, we we can use the experience and so on. Uh, so they came and they, they were with us for a month, and so. Uh, I, I felt so, so good. Mm. Uh, uh, so I was doing this for 10 years. And uh, after that, uh, I, I left and went back to use it. He's a professor of biochemistry. Mm. So what's the what's this position now with the center? Is the center still there? It is there. It's, yeah, okay. it's, in the, it's acting. It's got a professor. Um, forty was 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 heading it. Okay, but uh, uh, he he told me recently that they are not getting enough money mm. to, to 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 do the projects that uh, are required that need for industry. Mm. Tell tell me your own assessment or the ten years that you were there. What impact do you think the center had uh, in those eight areas that you? You've, you've outlined. Were you impactful? Did you have yeah. the money to do the research that was required? During that uh, first 10 years, we had money. Okay. And uh, uh, we developed, for example, in biochemistry, we developed a maize variety that uh, can grow in an environment that does not need too much rain. Okay. 
in there. We, well, about, there were about five projects that mm. were done in, in five institutes that went to industry. Mm. Do you, do, apart from the maize one, is there another tool or so that you remember that, that uh, stand out? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. The, Please, let's go through them if you may. The, the, there was one that we did uh, to develop a housing support, mm. a housing com components uh, that uh, built with this approach. It, it was not as expensive as, as the other way. Okay. And, and so that, that, that was uh, taken. And then uh, the, the, one of the uh, projects that uh, uh, got uh, us interested in industry, industry was there uh, to come up with them. Uh, we're going to start to, to, to do a tractor. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, so when I left, they didn't continue the, the project. Mm. But uh, the, the technology we, we had, and we had contacts that mm. could do this. Right. And uh, I'll tell you, the, the Malaysians, yes, they, they've done wonders. You know, they, they, they've done industrialization in Malaysia. The population of uh, 30 million people in Malaysia. Mm. There was a time that uh, President Mugabe was invited and he, he took me along. The prime minister there opened the meeting and said, folks who are glad you've come. Malaysia, we now have 30 million people and we started the industrialization about uh, 10 years ago. And we are at a point now there's no one who is, who is unemployed. Mm. Of these 30 million people, everybody who needs a job has got a job. And this is actually come to a point where we are importing labor force because we don't have enough people. So, so you, 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 it's interesting, Prof, because they, they, you're speaking highly of uh, the industrialization in Malaysia. Mm -hmm. But what about us with yes. a center like the one that you are, you are running? How come our industrialization levels does not compare to, to Malaysia? What's your explanation to that? Uh, the funding is, is, is low. Okay. It's low funding. Malaysia, for example, they, they were assigned to start a car. And they developed a car called the Proton. Yeah. And uh, they were assigned to a period of uh, four years. And in three years... The car was up. I, I, I visited Malaysia. Yeah. And I went to the Proton factory. Yes. And you know one thing that the, work, this, the staff and management there were proud of is that their president made it his uh, uh, duty to almost be there on a daily basis, yeah. to look at the car, the, the way it was developed, you yeah. have suggestions and so forth. So the president had an interest in the development of the Proton. Yeah. Yeah. Which Zimbabwe started, started exporting. Our leaders that invested in ensuring that our our scientists, such as yourself, contribute to the yeah. industrialization of Zimbabwe. Yeah, we, we, could, we could do it. Mm. Yeah, there are a number of things where our leaders uh, go wrong. Yeah, for example, you know, 
you are here, you hear that the, the, the exchange rates for the US dollar, uh, there's a rate in the banks, there's a rate on, what do you call it, uh, on the street, dark, black market, black market. Yeah, there are about three exchange rates. rates. Now, it's not fair for the country. And uh, you go to Europe, every country has one exchange rate. Uh, to, to have these exchange rates more than one, uh, it doesn't help anybody. For example, the, this uh, when you go to the black market, it's, it's the highest. Mm. Who is benefiting from that? Mm. You know? Who do you think is benefiting from? Well, I hear now that uh, some of the leaders are behind mm. that in their mm. benefiting. Mm. Yeah. Going back to your area, Prof, what is it apart from funding that, it, that needs to be done to incentivize our scientists to come back home, to contribute to the development of Zimbabwe and indeed the continent? Because when COVID hit us, it became so obvious that Africans are not on the cutting edge as far as research, manufacturing of medicines, and so forth is concerned. What is it that we, you think we need to do? Uh, it's a, uh, yeah. When COVID came, yes, sir. It, it had started in China, you know? yeah. And there, uh, I talked to some of the uh, Ministry of Health people, uh, staff with the minister to say, let's, let's just send about five people uh, to where the, the virus, the, 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 the vaccine has been developed so that we can train our people in, in, in uh, developing vaccines against a given uh, disease that has come. And particularly now this, this, this uh, COVID-19, uh, they, they didn't, they didn't send It's, it's, uh, look, the, the Chinese and the Malays, then the Japanese, you know, they, they have not developed car from stretch. Mm. They were developed in, in Germany and uh, in America. But they sent students, uh, over there to, to learn these techniques. Mm. And, you know, when I was teaching at the University of Michigan, there were a number of Chinese and, um, and the Japanese students coming. And when they get their degrees, they send back they, go, they go back. And uh, Japan is the one country, it has no natural resources like gold or anything. Metal and what uh, I was visiting there, I think now six years ago, the scientific meeting, what Bush was there, and the guy who was uh, uh, the host of the meeting, one day he invited me to his office, and we were sitting in his office. He says, "Oh, I want you to look through the window. You see that car there? Mm -hmm. That's a Toyota car." He says. Every part is from Africa. Every part that is on that car. He says, here in Japan, we don't have any. 
of those raw materials. Mm, the raw materials. Yeah. He says, so we are very glad that, that Africa doesn't, doesn't uh, compete in making cars because they would benefit better than we would. So wh why don't you, we, you and I have touched on the Malaysian model. Yeah. There is a Singapore model. Yes. I mean, pre the president of Singapore, um, again, they don't have minerals and, and, no. and, and uh, the resources that we, we have. Yes. Uh, but the Singapore model was, let's send out students all over the world to study and come back home. Why don't we do that as a Bible yeah. prof? Can, yeah, can you answer me? Exactly. Why don't we do that? Exactly. We don't have that, uh, that uh, uh, brilliance. We don't. Does it require because you see, because all these things, if we send students mm. and assign them these assignments in these countries that are advanced, they come back home with the technology, and if they come home now, we we fund them to to start their own. Yes, yeah. but it, we're finding proof that right now, as I'm talking to you. We have graduates um, that that are str struggling to rather that are training to become nurses so that they get visas to go and be nurses outside. These are qualified people. Our young people are leaving this country because we have educated them, but the economy is so bad that to rather train as nurses to get yeah. a visa to yeah. be a nurse aide in. Yeah. In, in, in the UK. I mean, yeah. what is that? Well, you don't blame them. The salaries here are bad. The salaries here are bad. And, and they are, what they are saying, the salaries are bad, they mean it. Mm. They have friends who are there, mm. and they are telling, those friends are telling them how much they are making. And, and they. And they can't make ends meet. Yeah. They can't raise families. No. Yeah. yeah. And no, you are right. As, as we speak, you know, they, they say we have 90% unemployment in Zimbabwe. 90% unemployment. So, Prof, you, you, you took a demotion to come from Michigan to work for this country, the country that we love so much. When you look, at that, when you look back at that decision that you made, do you have any regrets at all? Not really. But. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. The way I have this, 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 this uh, poor funding. Mm. You know, Nangagwa buys this, a thousand car buses. And, you know, those buses. But he doesn't give money, research money to universities. Yeah? Mm. Uh, the focus on, to fund research is very important for a country. You see, the Asiatic, Asian countries uh, learned that uh, earlier on. And Japan today, they say, is a leading car producer. Mm -hmm. And they don't, they don't have iron and steel products there, but they are importing them. And here, what do we do? We get minerals, iron from a mine, take it to the airport, ship it to 
to, to Japan. When it goes there, they take it straight into a factory and their people get jobs. One. And two, in that factory, they produce finished products and they export it. Well, what's, Prof, I mean, what's wrong with us? Why doesn't our leadership realize that it's wrong? It's been wrong for 40, 100 years. Why has nothing been done? For me, it's, it's, it's a puzzle. It's so simple. Why not invest money in science and research, in yeah. education, yeah. in medicine and that kind of stuff? Yeah. So that your people, the, the economy grows, your people get jobs, and you get re-elected and re-elected. Why doesn't somebody get that? No, they, they, you, can't, you can't convince them. Why? Yeah. Why, Prof? I, I just don't. For example, uh, then are the time we, we had started a uh, uh, symposium where all the investors uh, would send people to one university that would be hosted that year mm-hmm. and the people to show their products and so on. And the industry this would also be invited and they see if the product they can want to go to and produce and so on. Then you remember that just uh, before Mugabe uh, uh, left office, he had started the system to say, we are inviting people to come and invest. We would like very much for them to come. But in each company that comes, we will own 51% of it. And the investor will own 49% of it. Nobody came. Nobody came. Why? Because it's his money. <laughs> we didn't put any money in that. No one, no one came. And uh, so today, the reason we have this 90% unemployment is that there are no industries that, that, that could have been established if we had had an attractive policy for inviting Investment them. policy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see, it's, it's, it's you know, we had our graduation at Zegur last week. And each uh, time I see the students being kept and so forth, it's just, hey, what is the student going to do? Where are they going? There was a cha- time I was chairman of uh, Simche. Simche. This part, Zimbabwe, uh, Zimbabwe Institute for uh, Research, mm-hmm. promoting it, it supervises all universities. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time, uh, a mother found me from Stingwisa. Says, yeah, yes. I said, yes, madam. Says, I have a son here. His father died eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I was left to uh, look after him. I put him through uh, primary education and secondary education. And then I put him through university and borrowed money. And he finished his degree two years ago. And up to now, you can't get a job. He says, because I can't pull a mama. 
professor do you think our education is relevant to industry is our education relevant to our economic ambitions it can be it can, it can be made to but it's yeah, not it's not yeah it's not uh, no it's, it's uh, you know i have friends in asia that uh, where they've gone through this experiences and i was when i was uh, running as rdc i used to bring uh, a team of two a year just to see how far we've gone and for them to share their experiences with us and so on. And it's, it's the, the, there, the government really set money for research. So are you saying, Prof, were, were you not able to persuade the government to continue making investment into research? Yes. You failed. Yes, it's, it's, uh, it didn't just persuade them. Mm. Uh, and uh, then you say, where are we going? Mm. Like at, at the moment, this uh, year we are graduating as they say, about uh, uh, 20,000 students mm. from this uh, university, two, 25 universities. And none of them get a job. Imagine getting free access to the Newsday, the Standard, the Zimbabwe Independent, and the Weekly Digest for a full month. Well, you can. And all you need to do is download the Newsday e-reader app on Google Play Store or scan the Newsday QR code in any of the AMH print publications and start enjoying the quality content. So, Prof, I, I want to push you uh, back on this point where you're saying we're producing 20,000 students from university. But what if I said, but why can these 20,000 students that are being produced create jobs? Why can't they contribute to the economy? What's your pushback on that? The, the syllabus that, they, that we use for them, uh, for most of these, and, well, first, one bunch of them are from the arts subjects, mm. so they, they couldn't uh, get into that. Uh, but the, the others that are taking engineering, taking chemistry, taking uh, this there's not real industrialization uh, component in there that 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 gives them mm. that gives them the armor. And and yet at Independence Prof, we were producing fitters and tenors and plumbers and engineers and so forth. Zesa engineers are in South Africa running ESCOM uh, uh, um, uh, and, and 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 so forth. And yet we we came in and uh, destroyed all that. Did we? Am I right or am I wrong? Uh, we, you know, Smith days. 
Dedilen muhendis yalışın. Then, then he said, no. And, but we didn't set up a system that promotes that. Uh, it, it's, it's just, we, we are not quite uh, uh, bright enough <laughs> in, in this direction. Uh, and yet we are blessed with so many resources. Uh, indeed, and, uh, and our people are good people. Yeah, even just the social being. Uh, you don't hear Zimbabweans fighting here and so on. And even in school, they do so well. I, 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 I when I lecture students, you know, I was lecturing to science students in, in the U.S. for, for the uh, 12 years. I was lecturing for University of Michigan. And uh, this, the, the, the performance, those students, maybe there would be just 10 black students, but uh, 100 white students. So the performance of the students I'm teaching mm. here and what those white students were doing, mm. ability is the same. The, the, the mental mm. is, is the same. It's just we do not uh, have th this orientation. We want to industrialize. Mm. Yeah. We, the government is not creating an enabling environment yeah. Yeah. for us to be able to industrialize. Yeah. I, I, I Give you here. Absolutely. Um, I've written two books. One is a dictionary. Mm -hmm. um, it's an English journal, Science and Technology Dictionary. Wow. Mm. Then the, this one came out last year. Mm -hmm. uh, Africa Industrializing for mm -hmm. Economic Prosperity. Mm. Uh, these, these are, these, I am very much worried by not industrializing because I know I do. And what breaks my heart, Prof, is that we are not taking advantage of your intellect. We're not taking advantage of this uh, uh, academic prowess that saw you discover two enzymes, um, which could have, uh, uh, which could be propelling this nation into into something else. We're not yeah. tapping into yeah. pe people like you. Yeah. No, we are. We are not right. Mm. Prof, the the let me take you. So you, you, you said something which is big for me there, Prof. You said, when I die, what will I say to our children? That's essentially what you said. As you sit here, what is the one thing when you go to your grave you regret about where we are? The one I regret about is that there is uh, no prosperity existing in our country. The, yeah, this 90% unemployed. Mm -hmm. What, 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 what are you saying? No wonder see I 10% employed, 90% unemployed. 
what you say you've done. Mm. Eh? Mm. What, what contribution and item in educating yeah, these children? What what has been achieved? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's that's I, I, and for me as you're talking, I'm like, what is our president thinking when he's sitting in his office? And his people, there's 95% of Zimbabweans who are unemployed. Who we have in, spent taxpayers' money educating. What does the president think about that? The, this area of uh, the use of money in research. And you, you can say to people, uh, we are giving this money we want the research in such an area. Those who, who want to, to do that, apply for it. Mm. We, we, we had um, on this show, uh, Prof, um, uh, a young man who is with Pfizer, educated here, left, going to Germany, and he's been one of the people that has worked in the forefront of uh, the manufacture of vaccines with Pfizer. We've got the brains, mm. but oh, yeah. we are not creating a home to make those brains come home and work here. Yeah, yeah. that breaks my heart. Yeah, yeah. these people are in a good, good diaspora. A lot of them could divide a system to bring them back. Those people of Nana, Japan, they come back. They come back. But we are scared of the people in the diaspora because of political issues. If they come back, they won't vote for us. <laughs> anyway, Prof, you, yeah. you, you, what a blessing. I'm, I'm blessed to be talking to you. You were born in 1935. Yes. Kumrewa. Yes. Talk to me about uh, uh, your, your upbringing. You then went to Teguane. Teguane was one of those uh, uh, institutions yeah. of, uh, of learning, which was very highly respected in, in, in Plumtree yeah. in 1957. Yes. How was that upbringing like? Well, okay. Uh, my home, mm -hmm. I first did primary education to know a mission, mm -hmm. and then I went to uh, uh, Old Mtari, uh, at Cell Secondary School. Mm -hmm. To get a junior certificate, eco. Another very good school, I said. Yeah, yeah. But then, the schools then, you know, uh, th there were very few schools around. Teguan was the only one I could find a place to do matriculation. So, Renda Plum Tree, that way, you know, there were that ones I could go, go to, but they were Ziwarong. Most of the secondary schools in the cities were Guarung mm. mm. So you went to Teguani? So I went to Teguani. After Teguani, uh, I went back to Noa Mission uh, as a teacher. Mm -hmm. uh, I had finished matriculation. So with the matriculation, you know, it is South African. Yes, thing. system, yeah. Yeah, now able to go to university with, with that certificate. Now, uh, at no mission, uh, the principal, one of the missionaries, said to me, uh, would you be interested 
to, for us to send you to America to go and do degree studies. Oh, I really welcome that. Wow. And so they sent me to uh, Pepperdine University in Los Angeles. Uh, California. Yeah, California. Mm -hmm. Which was very good. Uh, I could turn on it. Yes, that's the beauty about California, isn't it? But, but uh, then I got to... Uh, Co applied for Commonwealth Scholarship, and so I got it to go to Canada, uh, University of Toronto. That's where you got your PhD, eh? Yes, okay. yes. And uh, then from that, then I, I went to Harvard University to do PhD. You see, with if you just have a PhD, you don't get teaching jobs. You have to do postdoc. Post, yeah, postdoc. Yeah. And then you went, yeah, that, which, which is what you did in, at Harvard. The, yeah. yeah. And then after that, I got the job at the uh, University of Michigan. Mm. Uh, and, uh, so your entire life has been in academia. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. You are now at uh, the Ezekiel Guti yes. uh, Zimbabwe yeah. uh, University as vice chancellor. You've been yeah. there since 2019? Yes. How many uh, students do you have? The, right now, it's uh, 2,000 students. Okay. Um, and uh, Mr. Guti, you know, Archbishop, yeah. sent a team to come and talk to me at Guti. We are looking for somebody with experience to come and uh, lead our university. Mm. So that's, that's how. But I would have thought that at 87, you'd be retired, but you're still working. I'm still working. Why? Um, well, if, I, if I stop working, what do I do? You write books? <laughs> <laughs> That's what my son is saying Faith. to me. Yes, so <laughs> your son and I agreed. <laughs> You need to be home. You're 87 years old. No, 87 my, years young. You should be home and writing books and taking care of Azukuru. Why not? My, my son is a pilot for Emirates. Right. And he flies here often. And he, he, that's what he says. And what do you say? <laughs> and he says, Baba, if you stop working now, mm. because the car that I use is, is, belongs to the university. Mm. And then my driver here is, belongs to the university. And my son says, Baba, we want you to stop. We, you are old enough to stop. And if you stop, uh, I'll buy you a car. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, you've got a car already. Right. But seriously, Prof, I mean, why don't you stay home, write books? Yeah, I know I, 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 no, I'm. You've, you've written, we want, we want more books from the professor. My son wants me to write a biography. Indeed. He wants me to write a biography. I support yeah. your son. So how are you going to push back on that? <laughs> we want a biography from yeah. Professor Chitanga. Yeah. No, I'm thinking that in, in another couple of years or so, I want to expand my contract. Mm. Mm. You sit down and write yeah. your, your biography. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Prof, it's, it's been so beautiful um, talking to you, and, and I'm delighted that um, uh, you... Are you leaving this for me with me? Can, uh, or can I buy it off you? 
Um, those two, can I buy them off you? This, yes. I can buy this. But this one? This one, I only one. But you can buy this in. Uh, it's published by. This is, this is a very important college, one. College, college Press. This yeah. is a very important one. English Shona Science and Technology Dictionary. Yeah, yeah. It's a very important I, one. I, so I, I can go and buy this in the yeah, shop. Eh? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Prof, thank you so much thank for, you, for coming through. Thank you. Uh, what a pleasure. What a blessing talking to you, Prof. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. You are a national treasure. Uh, we ought to be proud of you. You know, for me, as I was preparing this prof, I say to myself, uh, Professor Chitsanga is one of those people that should be honored uh, by being given a national award. And oh, should, I was given should, an award last year. Which, what was it called? The, among the uh, academics. Absolutely, well-deserved. Yeah. Allow me to sit there and allow me to focus on our viewers who are all over the world, prof, who've been watching us. Um, to say thank you uh, for your support. Remember, we are a weekly show. We are out every Monday uh, on YouTube at 7 a.m. Central African time. To ensure that you don't miss out on any of these quality conversations, I invite you to click on this subscribe button. You can also go to our website. We've created a website for you. Remember to like, to share, and to subscribe. We also have podcasts for each of these conversations that we have on all the major uh, uh, podcast platforms. Plus, on our website, we do have those podcasts for your listening pleasure. Until next time, thank you so much for your support. Cheers.